Hey everyone, Matt here, and I'm bringing you the proverb of the day that gives wisdom for life. Life that gives us opportunities to manage our money. You know, the Bible has a lot to say about handling money. Might be surprising to you. I've heard it said that the two subjects in life that you should never talk about is religion and politics. And recently, I think the third one to add to that is how people handle their money. So I know managing money can be challenging and also very personal, but I also think it's very important to understand that the Bible gives clear instruction and life-giving foundational principles for how to manage money. Now imagine if your budget and how you manage money would, you'd have more financial peace and less stress. It brings you peace and less stress. Following the biblical principles for handling money will lead to more peace and less stress. So the proverb of the day is uh, Proverbs 10, verse 4 and 5. It says, lazy people are soon poor. Hard workers get rich. A wise youth harvests in the summer, but one who sleeps during harvest is a disgrace. Now, most of the Bible uh, uses a lot of word pictures, illustrations, examples from a farming perspective. And if you did not grow up on a farm, there may be a little bit to investigate and discover about farming. But there are principles in farming. I did actually grow up on a farm and grew up with a big garden, understood the sowing and reaping principle physically, uh, understood that a garden growing food is takes hard work, takes patience, and you know, as I'm older, realize it's much easier just to go to the grocery store than to grow your own vegetables. But there are some principles in this that I think relates to how to view money, uh, the patience that it takes, the hard work. Money is is not a great master. It's a it's a better slave. It's a better servant. When money becomes the master, it will begin to master you. So we keep money in the right perspective, but also realize that money doesn't just fall from a money tree or fall from the sky. But there are principles that go to this. So I just want you to think about some of the word pictures in this proverb that we read. Um, It says, poor is the one who works with a negligent or idle hand. So it's comparing negligent and idle hands with the hand of the diligent. And so that might be the first place to look at. How is your work ethic? What is your work ethic? There's a, there's a pendulum between hard work ethic and workaholic. And so we want to stay on that side of a hard work ethic, knowing how to put time, energy into working hard, into the opportunities at hand, but also knowing when to turn that off and when to rest. And even scripture gives a rhythm for that. Work six days and then rest on the seventh day. And that seventh day not only reflects on the week, but also rests up for the coming week. Remember our creator, the one who gives us the ability, the opportunities. So you rest in that, get recharged, refreshed, re-energized to go back in. So it is not wise to work seven days a week and say, no, I'm just, I have a good work ethic. There's a rhythm to work, but it starts with this attitude and 
commitment to working diligently because it's the hand of the diligent that's what leads to uh, earning money and wealth but then verse 5 gives us this farming illustration and farming picture he who gathers during summer and takes advantage of his opportunities is a son who acts wisely so there's planting investing and then there's understanding harvest. I think sometimes people think, you know, I'm going to invest in, you know, when I'm young, um, you know, maybe college is seen as that or learning a trade or getting some kind of job skill. But then when it's harvest time, it's like, I'm just going to sit back and relax. But as growing up on a farm, it was very clear to me that harvest is the time where you work the hardest. It's the time where you, you have to set other responsibilities aside and focus on the harvest. Because if you don't hit that timing properly, you will miss out on the benefit of all the hard work of investing and sowing and planting and preparing. So what does that mean for your life? What does that mean for uh, you, wherever, whatever stage you're in? Maybe the first step is to identify, am I in a planting, sowing time frame? of my life or am I in a harvest time and looking for those opportunities is there an opportunity right now to invest to plant to sow to grow a business or is there an opportunity to harvest where you have a new product that you're selling or you have a new uh, you know business opportunity or a new relationship opportunity uh, a new opportunity that may not have been here a year ago because of the changing landscape in our nation. So it's keeping our eyes open and asking God to show us those opportunities and then having the courage to take the step that's needed. Because the second one is he who sleeps during harvest and ignores the moment of opportunity is a son who acts shamefully. Missing out on the opportunity hurts yourself. But it does take courage and it does take not being afraid of, of risks. And so I was thinking about this whole idea that, you know, life is short. That doesn't mean live foolishly. It doesn't mean make unwise decisions. But life is short. When you get to the end of your life, will you look back and say, I wish that I would have taken more, um, you know, taken more opportunities. I wish that I wouldn't have lived so cautiously not just in work and investments and, and business opportunities, but just in life in general. When we take those steps, even when we learn from them or we could have done things a little bit better, those become life learning uh, experiences that will shape us and grow us and develop us for future opportunities. So in God's kingdom, and when we build our lives on his word, nothing is wasted those opportunities aren't wasted even if they cause some some challenges and difficulties and consequences that's why it's important to align our lives with god's word um, to do things that are according to his the principles found in his words because even in those moments there's redemption and there's learning from it and that's what i encourage you to do pursue wisdom above all else because when you search for wisdom you will find it